0: The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but a learner. Now I am the master. Only a master of evil, that. No! No! I don't know if you could hear that, right? Could you hear that? That's the end of Obi-Wan Kenobi, or certainly the end of his physical form. And the next time we see him in Empire Strikes Back, he is a force ghost, right? And welcome, welcome to Sci-Fi Guy. This is Will, your host, your Star Wars loving host. And again, right, that was the probably the most famous lightsaber scene. Certainly it's from A New Hope. It's from Star Wars, the first film, the first entree, entree, entree into the Star Wars universe. And um, it's still maybe the highlight. Um, Certainly Luke Skywalker and Vader, you know, dad and son, dad and sonny boy certainly mix it up in the other two films. But um, this is the the master and the student. The master and his former Padawan. (laughs) His former Annie Annie, and Anakin, and we know how that turns out. But welcome to a discussion of lightsabers, okay? We know what they are, don't we? We, we think we know what they are, and we certainly love them. I know as a kid, after seeing, uh, I saw the first Star Wars, A New Hope, back then it was just called Star Wars, right? Well, you know, maybe maybe in Lucas's, uh, you know, and in the credits, was it, and I guess it was A New Hope, but we just called it Star Wars. And I was you know, Bayonne, New Jersey, uh, uh, the old Lyceum Theater uh, off on Broadway, and I saw Star Wars. And I was hooked. <laughs> I couldn't believe, you know, what I was seeing. And certainly the lightsaber was a highlight. Um, maybe it was the, the highlight of the film. You know, certainly the, the blasters, the space battles. I guess the Millennium Falcon, Chewbacca, and Han Solo were also highlights, of course. But that lightsaber, those lightsaber duels, whoa, amazing. And what are they? Okay, we ask. They're energy swords, right? They're plasma swords. They're just cool. Okay, they're they're amazing things. What does the wiki say? The wiki says lightsaber, also referred to as a laser sword, is a fictional energy sword featured throughout the Star Wars franchise. The typical lightsaber is depicted as a luminescent plasma blade. About three feet. Um, emitted from a metal hilt first introduced in the original Star Wars film it has since appeared in most Star Wars films subsequently with at least one lightsaber duel occurring in each installment at least one right the lightsabers distinct distinct appearance was created using rotoscoping for the original films and with digital effects for the prequel and sequel trilogies and it is interesting to note uh, the difference because even though yes everything is great with digital CGI computers something about the old lightsabers from the first you know movies looks a little more real well in many ways it was if um we go down to the prop creation says from the original star wars film the the film prop hilts were constructed by john sears steers rather from old gray flex press camera flash battery packs the full-size sword props were designed to appear ignited on screen by later creating an in-camera glowing effect But the actual blade is a three-sided rod back then anyway which was coated with a scotch light retro reflector um the same this is the same stuff they use for highway signs you know in the dark at night so a lamp was then positioned to the side of the of the camera and reflected towards the subject to a 45 degree angle and the sword would appear to glow from the camera's point of view now it's interesting because back then i always thought they had done it you know through optical printers through um you know later so post-production and i guess they did part of that but for the actual prop on set with obi-wan with darth vader with luke skywalker it was you know props with with this scotch light with this retro reflective material so again it kind of makes it you know it makes it look more real it says uh from the introduction to movie magic this is uh talking about the, the scotch light, covered with millions of tiny glass beads, millions of tiny glass beads, scotch, scotch light has the property of reflecting light directly back to its source. It's the same material used for reflective road signs and lightsaber props. So, um, then they go on to the visual effects, of course. Um the, the animation, um, a gentleman, um, Nelson Shin, a Korean animator, who he, he added a lot to the process, contributed a lot. Then, of course, Ben Burt, um, a sound designer. He did a combination of the hum of the interlock motors of movie projectors. And um, the interview is caused by a TV set on a shieldless microphone. So he kind of combined them to do... Um, It's called Doppler Shift. The pitch changes of lightsaber movement are produced by playing the basic lightsaber tone on a loudspeaker then recording it on a moving microphone, generating a Doppler shift to mimic a moving sound source. So that gives that movement. Um, It's interesting, too. It says in the earliest drafts, these were just mundane plasma weapons. They they weren't going to be a big part of Star Wars. Then later, Lucas revised it and made the Jedi and the Sith supernaturally skilled. But because in the beginning, they were only portray- portrayed as swordsmen. I guess they preferred, you know, the, the lightsabers to the blasters, but they didn't have the force and all the uh, wacky, uh, you know, powers. Lightsaber became the forces. Um, the lightsaber became the force user's tool, described in *A New Hope by Obi- Obi-Wan Kenobi as not as clumsy or random as a blaster, an elegant weapon for a more civilized age. And it says the lights, the, the source of the power is a kyber crystal which are the same used for the Death Star Super Laser. Um, Of course, as we know, uh, Jedi's make their own, sort of, I guess, like samurai, I imagine, you know, forging their own and honing their own lightsaber. Um, The differences from, of course, Phantom Menace and so so on. It's interesting about the colors. The colors were only blue or red. Red for the Sith and blue for the Jedi. But then in, I guess, Return of the Jedi, it was colored blue during the, f- the initial editing, but it was changed to green. This is Luke Skywalker's lightsaber um, in the final edit after initial viewings by the filmmakers who felt that it would be better to stand out against the blue sky of Tatooine in, in, in outdoor scenes. So they figured it was, would be sort of a color conflict. And there you have it. I mean, it's interesting. They talk about merchandise. Since the release of the first film, replicas of lightsabers have been a popular piece of Star Wars merchandise, ranging from inexpensive plastic toys to expensive Force FX series for master replicas. Deluxe editions use LED lighted tubes and sound effects to create a close audiovisual representation of what is seen on screen. And at Disneyland, um, you can get really great ones. I guess this is Disneyland, Disney World, Sell legacy lightsabers, which are replicas of the lightsabers seen used by the Jedi and Sith in the movies, such as Darth Vader, Obi-Wan, Count Dooku, and Kylo Ren. Oh, and right, and you can build your own. So you can go to Disneyland or Hollywood Studios. It's called Savi's Workshop, a place where guests can build their own lightsaber and choose their own color. Besides the workshop, there's another custom lightsaber experience. The Star Trader at Disneyland offers guests a chance to build their own lightsabers without first paying $2 without first paying $200 for the experience. 200 bucks, But I'm sure they're, you know, high quality. And then they have the tri- Jedi Training Trials of the Temple, a live show where children are selected to learn the teachings of the Jedi Knights. It's really interesting. If you go on YouTube, um, you see dozens of, you know, do-it-yourself uh, do um, fan builds. And there's one I just was looking at. One of them, it's just, it looks amazing this guy or this team, you know, it's a lightsaber and it, you know, it retracts, it has a retractable blade, it lights up, it makes the sound. So, you know, you can buy one. I don't know what the guy charges if he does, but it's certainly pretty damn amazing. And what's interesting is one of the, um, one of the main, I guess it was um, a survey. This is a survey of 2000 film fans um, about just films in general says, this lightsaber has become one of the most widely recognized elements of Star Wars. In two thousand and eight, a survey of approximately two hundred film fans found it to be the most popular weapon in film history. So, not just part of the Star Wars universe or science fiction, but in history. And I can see why I can. So, um, you know, this is lightsabers. This is the be- you know the be- the best in history, or certainly most recognizable. Finally, in 1977, interview Lucas, George Lucas stated, as a kid, I read a lot of science fiction. I was interested in Harry Harrison, and this issue of Analog ends a Harry Harrison story on the back of the page with a drawing of a duel. So I guess this is, you know, this is one of the uh, the places where he got his inspiration. So that's lightsabers for you, my friend. I don't know if you own one. I have owned several. I have. Not the real expensive ones, but certainly they were fun. I got one for my birthday, too, from a good friend, and that was cool. I want to thank you guys for listening as usual. You can subscribe if you have not, you either free or the paid people. You, you, we have the nice $4.99, the, uh, the uh, exclusives. You get some nice exclusives, or you can go to the freebie. Either way, we love you. We love to hear from you. We love the comments. And live long and prosper. We'll see you soon.